0: Hey everybody, welcome to a very special edition of Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and this week, uh, with the coronavirus hitting and pretty much shutting everything down and people pretty much have to stay indoors, Cassie is joining me again because for some reason she's back from school early, ha ha. Uh, so she's going to be joining me today, and the two of us are going to suggest some things to you, right Cassie? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so pretty much, this is an idea. This is not an original idea. We both listen to a podcast called Suggestible, yeah. which is a husband and wife team of James and Claire, uh, who every week just suggest stuff to you. But we figured, with people stuck indoors, uh, you guys might want, uh, you know, some ideas to some fun things to do, to read, to watch, to play, uh, you know, things like that. So, Cassie, I'll let you start off. Uh, what's the first thing you'd like to suggest?
1: Um, I don't know. Um uh Sony they're having a big sale um right now so if you have a PS4 you can um go get a lot of things for sale like I just got I think yeah I think it's like Assassin's Creed Origins and Assassin's Creed Odyssey like the Egyptian one and the Greek one both games are like 70%
0: off bundled together so like that's like the kind of sale we're talking so I mean it's a pretty good sale I mean she told me about it before so it's like you literally got two games for the price of less than one, just about.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It said it was 70% off. Like, it said, like, oh, this is a $100 value, but you're only paying less than 30 So I was like, cool, okay
0: yeah i mean so there you go so definitely if you have a ps4 head on over and check that out so kind of sticking with some technology stuff one of the first things i'd like to suggest is an app so an app that i've been using for years is an app called all trails and the reason i'm going to recommend it is is probably one of the few things you could do outside now is go out and enjoy nature yeah you can take a walk around your block but all trails is really great because it's a free app Uh, there is a premium version but Quite honestly you don't f- need it. No, the free version gives you so many bells and whistles. It'll basically be, you know, based on your location, it'll tell you within a however many mile radius you set what great walking and hiking trails there are. Uh, They'll give you directions there. uh, Users rate and review it. And it's really good because, you know, if you look at very, very recent reviews, they'll kind of tell you the conditions of the trails. Uh, They rank them from easy all the way up to strenuous. And again, if you look at some of the reviewers, they'll pretty much tell you what they think about it. Uh, One of the features that's really, really Really nice is uh, you get directions you show up to the trail uh, you pull up the map of the trail and you're actually able to record it you should do this because what will happen is especially if you're not used to walking on a trail following trail markers and whatnot if you start to deviate from the trail uh, the Apple actually alert you your phone or your device will vibrator or or, or tweet or do whatever and kind of say like hey you're off the trail and it'll help you get back on it so a little fun thing to do outdoors all right cassie you're next what's your next suggestion
1: um speaking of apps it's like i've been seeing a lot of stuff you know like a lot of people who are um you know like they're artists they don't really have like they can't go out like sell their stuff if they're a band they can't go out they can't tour so it's just like you know um, it's just uh, reminding people to like support you know mm. artists that you know like small time <laughs> artists. So it's just like you know um, you know the mail. The mail is still a thing. The mail people are still <laughs> out there. Right. So you know like now's the time if you see something. Um, like on something like Etsy You know there's something you really want Like a pin or a sticker I don't know Am I young enough where a pin and a sticker are interesting I don't know how <laughs> old you are But like if you're young enough to find a pin and a sticker interesting Like think of Hey like maybe I'll buy a pin from this one person that I always thought Because you know they most likely not able to go to like Their main job they were not able to go around to sell their art So you know just remembering to think of people like that
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm just going to follow up with that. Just a reminder, if if people don't know, uh, you know, here where we live here in Central Jersey, and I'm sure this is the case elsewhere, restaurants are open, but you can only do takeout or delivery. Um, A lot of the food apps, uh, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub are offering some great deals. Uh, I know Uber Eats, uh, if you're going to order from a local restaurant, will not charge you delivery at all. So, I mean, these are great ways to, uh, you know, instead of like running out to the grocery store and trying to hoard food these places are still open we want to keep them open so you know definitely support your local businesses uh, and check and check that out check out some of these you know DoorDash Grubhub Uber Eats Uh, they're offering some great delivery deals they're offering coupon codes and things like that so you know it's a great way to support because the guys that are driving and doing the delivery you know this is their job that's pretty much their job so let's help them out and let's help out you know some of our local eateries All right, Cassie you're up next what else you got
1: um, yeah, so here's a comic, you know. Um there's a new one that just started up. If you like Tom King, I don't know if you do, it's pretty divisive, but if you do, there's a new series with um Adam Strange and um Adam Strange has been one of my favorite like D-tier DC heroes because mm-hmm. he's just a guy with a gun and a jetpack and that's kind <laughs> of his superpower. And he's not like super smart like Batman or like super athletic like Green Arrow. He's just a guy with a gun, so it's just, you know. So then it's just like, there, he's... It's 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 the same team as Mr. Miracle, so Gerardis, I think that's how you say it? I don't okay. know. But, like, he's doing the art, and Doc Shainer does some of the covers. Well, you, you won't be able to get them physically, because you should be getting them on Comixology, not pirating them, because if you pirate comics, I'll have a word with you later. Uh-huh. But, um... Yeah, so that's a new series that's running. If you liked Mr. Miracle, which I know is different than some of his other stuff like Batman, then you would like um, Strange Adventures because it's basically like, why is Adam Strange sad? And then Tom King even makes fun of this stuff on Twitter. He saw yesterday in an old DC encyclopedia a character he has never seen before. And he's like, hey, do you think DC will let me explain to you why he's sad? So then, yeah.
0: Great. So that will lead into a comic or graphic novel that I've started recently reading now uh I got this graphic novel from TKO Studios and I'm definitely going to give them a shout out uh not because they're paying me but if they would like to I'd appreciate it but TKO Studios uh really they they collect works from a lot of different writers and artists some are well known some are up and comers uh and they put them out there uh they're still mailing things out uh you know you can find them on Instagram TKO Studios but the one in particular I'm going to recommend is a graphic novel Graphic novel, excuse me, by the name of Sarah. Uh, it's written by Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis, as you know, did The Punisher, uh, he did Preacher, he did The Boys. So, Sarah, of course, there is violence in it. Uh, Sarah basically is the story, uh, it's uh, World War II on the Eastern Front. The Germans are, you know, pretty much penetrating deep into Soviet territory. Um, and this is the story of a unit of snipers, uh, female snipers. Uh, any if any of you are you know World War II history buffs uh, the Soviets were pretty much decimated by the Germans you know for most of the wars that they pretty much turned to women to serve a lot of roles in the military everything up to but not including infantry which is something that is brought up in this comic Um So Sarah is the probably deadliest uh, sniper in this unit, and the story focuses on her. Now, a lot of people say, wow, Garth Ennis, it's going to be just over-the-top violence. Garth Ennis takes a look at characters that are incredibly flawed and just really struggling to just really deal with a lot of internal and external demons. Uh, The best way I could describe it is Sarah has to fight the Germans. Uh, She has to fight her inner demons, which you pick up on early on. And as the story unfolds and you kind of get her backstory, you, you really see what she's struggling with. But there's also sort of like a third battle that she has to fight. So you know every every Soviet unit uh, had basically what was called uh, a political officer, which was basically a member of the Communist Party that was basically there saying, "Remember, we're doing it for the motherland," and pretty much keeping an eye on them. Uh, you know, a lot of the women in the group have different interactions with this officer. Some like her, some do not. Sarah clearly does not, and uh, you know, so like I said, it's it's pretty much a battle on three fronts. It's Garth Ennis, so it's great writing, Cast do you like garth ennis as a writer
1: yeah i do because um i don't know if this is true i just heard somebody talking about it that like well i I can assume it's true but it's just like they said that like garth ennis like kind of wanted like started out wanting to write like character pieces but then it was like the late 80s early 90s and people are like nobody's gonna buy a comic that's just characters. so he's like fine i'll just make it gratuitously violent and trick people into buying it and it worked
0: yeah, because if you really, you know, if on the surface you'll look at stuff like his his time on the Punisher, uh, Preacher, and the Boys, you'll think like, oh, my God, over-the-top violence. But, you know, if you look at the Boys, for example, uh, you know, just about every character in – I mean, every character in there from um, Huey all the way up to Homelander, I mean, they have some demons going on. There's a lot of struggle, a lot of character development uh, and it's a great read. So TKO Studios, Sarah by Garth Ennis. Cassie, what else you got for us?
1: Um, there is um uh, a series. I think it's by Image, but it's called "I Can Sell You a Body," and it's pre- pretty much basically like this. Like he's like he he, he he's like. What are they like a medium? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's basically just like Long Island medium, but then he owes a lot of money to the mafia and then the mafia's like, "Hey, you kind of you want to resurrect our old mafia boss." And he's just like, "I don't know if I can do that." And they're just like, "You have 3 days or you're gonna die." So it's basically like that. So it's basically like a medium who's really bad at his job, who has to resurrect a mafia officer who does not want to be resurrected. So Um, It's fun I think there are Three issues out now But The first two Are definitely out Like the Catholic Church Gets involved Like you see like a priest Try to like solve this mystery Well he's not the main focus But like Mm. it's just like A crazy priest Trying to solve it all So it has a lot It's still ongoing There's only gonna be Four issues So you know It's not gonna be That expensive And yeah And I think Since it's Image Image is doing a promotion Where you can read Most of their Number ones for free So you get one issue off There's three issues left You know
0: Cool. Sounds good. All right. Switching gears a bit. uh, You know, I'm sure a lot of us out there have at least one streaming service. Uh, So we have quite a few of them uh, just because that's really how we get a lot of our entertainment. So if you have Amazon Prime, I'm going to recommend a show. It's not a new show. This is this was like kind of like a throwback for me. I was like, man, I haven't watched this in a while. Uh, over on Netflix, uh, Cassie actually got me hooked on, and I did a review of it here, uh, many, many months ago, a show called Dairy Girls out of, uh, England, which was a great show, a funny show, and it got me thinking of another show I used to love out of England, uh, came out in the 90s into the early 2000s, a show called Absolutely Fabulous, uh, fans of the show, of course, we called it AppFab. Fab, um, It was written by Jennifer Saunders. Uh, She's the main star uh, of it. If you're not familiar with Jennifer Saunders, she was the voice of the fairy godmother in Shrek, 2 fairy godmother's in shrek 2 fairy godmother so she's the voice of fairy godmother uh she's an extremely hilarious comedian uh she used to be part of a troupe called french and saunders and uh absolutely fabulous is just an amazing show so basically jennifer saunders plays this uh, woman named adina or as her friends call her eddie who's basically uh she owns a pr firm Uh, She is in this perpetual quest to stay young and relevant, uh, chasing after every uh, fad out there. Uh, Her partner in crime is her best friend, excuse me, uh, Patsy, who holds a job at a fashion magazine. We never are really quite sure what she does, but she's paid a lot of money for it. Uh, She's desperately trying to hold on to her youth by consuming as much sex, drugs, and alcohol as she possibly can. Um, the third member of this, uh, you know, hilarious show is Adina's daughter, Saffron, uh, or as she calls her, Safi. Uh, Safi is the exact opposite of her mother. She's studious. She's very, very down to earth. Um, she has hopes and dreams. She wants to be a writer. But since she basically has had to take care of her mother almost since birth it's like the roles are reverse it's like she's sort of like the strict british mom and you know her mother is just like this just endless endless teenager i will say this though a lot of the references and jokes are heavy on like 90s culture But it also deals a lot with, like, you know, that sort of like that culture of excess and trying to stay cool and trying to stay young. Uh, And Jennifer Saunders is just, I mean, she's just a very, very funny comedian. If you've never seen it, definitely check it out. If you have seen it, it's definitely worth a rewatch. Cassie, over to you.
1: Another series on Amazon is Undone, right? Yeah, it's Undone. It's by um, the same guy who did Bojack Horseman. I don't know. If you like Bojack Horseman, I do, so just, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to leave it there. But, um, yeah, um, you know, like, if you haven't had, like, an existential crisis being, like, locked in your house all day, I had a few last night. So, you know, if you want to, like, catch up to my level, you just got to watch Undone. I don't want to say anything about it going in because I think the best way to go in is not knowing anything, not even reading The descriptor of the episode before you go in, it's just, no, it's very existential, it's really trippy, and it's animated, it's animated in a really cool way, so, you know, it's something nice, oh, it's rotoscope. yeah. Rotoscope
0: animation, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, where they're actors and they draw over them as they, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Like, take on me. There you go. Yeah, yeah, no, that that is definitely that is definitely a great recommendation. Uh, okay, we're just going to jump around here. So a while back, I did a review uh, of a game uh, pretty much right after it came out. I have very recently finished it, not because I'm very bad at it, because I had put it down for a while, but with Star Wars kind of really coming front and center, I'm just going to recommend it again. If you didn't take my advice last time, Star Wars Jedi Fallen mm-hmm. Order is an incredible game. Um I finally did beat the game. I actually realized that yeah, it is it is kind of short. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of like platforming that you could do if you want to unlock every single chest and find every single secret. But if you're really just <clears throat> excuse me, if you're really just going out there and trying to complete the main quest line, it it does end kind of quickly, but it ends in a very satisfying way. I'm not going to give any spoilers other than to say that I think the game is excellent. Uh, the story is excellent. Cassie, I know you've only just started it, but just... What, what, what are your kind of initial thoughts on Fallen Order?
1: Um, <laughs> it's really good. Because what's interesting is that I've noticed that Disney's trying to step away from the Clone Wars era. And the Clone Wars era is my favorite era of Star Wars. I, mm-hmm. like, I like the Clone Wars and I like the Legends after the movies. I don't really... Like the whole Galactic Civil War, and I'm not such a big fan of the new Canon Mm -hmm. future. So the Clone Wars is really all I have left. Like with nothing. So um, I like that it's it. It does take place during the Galactic Civil War, but there's a lot of like Clone Wars thrown in there. Mm. You start off on a planet that's a scrapyard for old Clone Wars ships. So you see. You see the Venators, you see Lat gunships, you see a Jedi starfighter. They even bring in a Lucre Hulk, which is really cool because if you know in Legends, the Rebels do actually have a fleet of Lucre Hulks. So it's actually interesting that they're trying to uh, limit the supply of Lucre Hulks or maybe there's something going on there. Maybe that's a little reference to, you know, when the Rebels tried to attack the Death Star with a Lucre Hulk, but whatever. <laughs> so then, yeah, that's really interesting. And another Star Wars ...thing I got. Speaking of Clone Wars... ...is Star Wars The Clone Wars? Um, Disney Plus? You know, if you have that. If not, it's Disney, so I'll just leave it there. (laughs) Um, But, um, yeah, it's really good. Um, I have not started the seventh season yet. Like, much to the chagrin of one of my friends, I have not started yet. But, um, just watching the six seasons... You could skip season six. Actually, watch the first arc of season six. But then the first 5 seasons and those 4 episodes of season 6 then you it, it's a lot to do it's like mostly 20 episodes per season so you have a lot to watch and they're 30 minutes so they're really like bite sized and if you love star wars you'll love it you get to see you get to see the jedi really being Bad at their jobs and having their logic conflict. You get to see Obi-Wan having this crisis of, like, what should I do? You get to see Anakin be nice and in a very believable way start to slip to the dark side. Mm -hmm. Instead of just, like, Palpatine going, like, you want to kill some kids, bro? And he's like, cool. So then it's it's it kind of really enhances the prequel era Clone Wars, which I always loved. Because when I was a kid... We moved our VHS player to the basement, and all of the Star Wars, except for Episode 3, was on VHS. So I would watch Revenge of the Sith over and over again, so that's why I love the Clone Wars era.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I am actually watching uh, Season 7 of The Clone Wars, and it really does pick up right where it left off. Um, And just to kind of piggyback off of what Cassie said, I think what makes the series as a whole really, really good is... You know, one of my complaints, and I I think in the prequels, I absolutely think that Revenge of the Sith was my favorite prequel film. But however, you know, when Anakin has his fall and has his falling out with Obi-Wan, you know, I didn't believe that they actually even had a friendship to begin with. You will see that in this series, and I also think that this series, even though the original Clone Wars animated film introduced this character and she was just lambasted... Uh, this series will show you why I mean I think that Ahsoka Tano is probably one of the greatest Jedi's out there Um, to me she's probably one of the truest Jedi's out there and yeah it's definitely it's definitely worth a look-see and uh, that's not really one of my picks so I guess I'll continue Wow. Okay, so I'm going to jump back to video games. So with everything going on, just about, I shouldn't say just about, but every single major sporting event uh, has been canceled. Uh, If you are a sports fan, and, and you kind of want to know, hey, how would my season go? Uh, on the PS4, and this is a PS4 exclusive game, uh, their MLB series is a really, really good series. Uh, MLB 20 just launched on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I have not gotten it yet, but I've I've kind of previewed it. I've seen it uh, on YouTube. And... Two great things about this series is there's there's I mean there's a lot of different game modes. Two great game modes is Road to the Show, which is you create your own player, uh, you try to get drafted, uh, you get drafted by a team, you start in their AA affiliate, work your way up to the major leagues. That's always fun. Um, their second one, it's called March to October, where they pretty much simulate a season. You pick your team, and they simulate their season. Now. You know, every team, of course, is ranked, you know, at the beginning of the season on, you know, their strengths and weaknesses and whatnot. So, you know, if you take, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays, it's highly unlikely you're going to win the World Series. They'll set different goals for you. But that's the thing is if you're going to take a higher power team, the Yankees, uh, the Phillies, you know, the Red Sox, you know, if you're going to take a team like that, that will be your goal. And you don't have to play all 162 games they will have you play key games Uh, if you complete certain goals and win games you earn points in like your hot streak meter which will then help you win more simulated games and the other thing too that's great about it is is uh, they'll say like oh hey you're playing a division rival today. You know, the Yankees are playing the Red Sox. This is your division rival. Hand them a loss for, you know, double hot streak points or whatever, you know, however the rating system is going to go in 20. Um, and the thing is, is you you will probably jump in in the seventh inning with the score tied 2-2-2, two two, and you go from there and try to win the game. I mean, it's definitely a lot of fun if you're missing sports, uh, you know, and it's a kind of a great way to get involved. Cassie, any more recommendations?
1: Um. Yeah, I have one more. It's something I'm watching. Um, you know, I don't know how old the people who listen to this are, but like, you know, if you have kids or if you're like my age where well, you'd still like, you know, be down to watch shows like this, um on Disney Plus, it's another Disney Plus. But then like on Disney Plus, um the show Gravity Falls, like it kind of came out when I was kind of like phasing out like watching Disney Channel, which like I oh, know I'm happy. Because I think I wouldn't have understood a lot of the jokes when I was a kid. But, yeah, watching it now. It's like, it's not just like a wacky kids show. It's like, it's really, the humor is really well thought out. And, yeah, kids will find it funny because, like, funny stuff happens and, like, Mabel's silly. But it's just like, a lot of the humor is really well thought out. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm not feeling it today. But, like, yeah, it's just... Yeah, so if you have kids, they'll, they'll love... Watching it because of the colors and everything silly. But, you know, you'd also get something out of it because humor makes you think. But also if you're my age, I feel like, you know, it's kind of humor that's kind of suited for us. I don't know. But then,
0: yeah. Okay. All right. That's a great way to look at it. All right. So I'll wrap it up with one more thing here. This is something that I started to do recently um, just really when I'm kind of bored And, you know, maybe I don't have access to the TV or anything. I like to go on YouTube. Uh, So, I don't know how I found this. And it's different. You know, different YouTubers do this. But, okay, this is going to be really, really embarrassing. They take episodes of of the children's cartoon show peppa pig oh god (laughs) and they edit over it oh my god just embarrass cassie let me tell you i it's it's mindless it's i just laugh it's just you know in a time like this when things are kind of stressful i just need a stupid laugh and watching YouTubers just kind of re-edit Peppa Pig, uh, especially the one where the Queen of England takes them on a bus tour of England, or of London, I should say, um, to me that's funny enough on its own uh, that, you know, a human queen will take a bunch of animals, sure, let's steal a double-decker bus and tour around London, but when some of these people get their hands on it and edit it, is is absolutely hilarious. Uh Uh, One more. One more I'm being told. Go ahead, Cassie. (laughs) One more um, thing
1: on YouTube. Is that there are these guys who do um, a real-time Sonic fan dub, and it's basically they just take really bad 3D Sonic games and they just make jokes about it. So in the same vein of that, but I think a little, a little, a little more highbrow, a little, a little more culture thrown in there. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. The the edits of Peppa Pig are very, very lowbrow. It is it is complete dumb and stupid fun, but sometimes you need that. Alrighty, so I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Actually, you know what? I, I'm gonna throw one more in there. You know what? I appreciate that you guys listen to this podcast, and I appreciate everybody that listens. I check the t- I check the statistics, and it's nice to see that we have listeners, you know, as far away as you know Sweden and Australia and India, Vietnam, all those places. That's great, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, so I kind of want to pass on to you a podcast that I enjoy listening to. If you haven't listened to it already, it's a podcast called We Hate Movies. The We Hate Movies guys basically they take Really, really bad films. Or, as they say, they say, look, you could like a film. You could not like a film. We're picking a film we don't like, and we're going to totally make fun of it. Uh, one time a year, though, they do they do, do for a month uh, a We Love Movies, where they pick a movie that they love, and they just gush over it. Uh, they are really, really funny. Uh, they all do great or not-so-great impressions of celebrities and politicians and whatnot, and they just have a really, really good time really ripping apart some hard, hard films, and uh, yeah, it's a great podcast to listen to. Okay, so I think right there, we're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, Again, guys, if you could do me a favor, head on over to Instagram. Stuff You Don't Need to Know is there. I post pictures about the content that I talk about. I'll throw up a poll there every once in a while. This is Jay, and I will talk to you guys later.
1: Whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo!